PodNuts wants to thank everyone who supports the network by going to www.podnuts.com slash Amazon. Hey everybody, welcome to Geeksters episode 181. This is a show where we talk about all things, uh, well, geekery. From uh, iPhones to Androids to Raspberry Pis to, what's the other things besides Raspberry Pis? Banana Pies, Coconut Pies, Lemon Meringue Pie, and this is a season where definitely Pumpkin Pie, uh, and, you know, Macs and Linux. Let me talk about some Windows stuff in there too. I'm Martin Abano, one of the hosts here. Uh, my fellow compadre in arms over there, Mitch Heyman. How's it going, buddy? Pretty good. How are you doing? I'm doing well. The rain is back. It's Portland. I mean, we, well, it's really never leaves Portland, but uh, we had in a couple of nice days, but today, rain, rain, rain. Yeah, it, it got cold here. Um, the funny thing, Saturday I was out running around with, in a t shirt. I think it got in the 70s, and then. In the forties, thirties, Sunday, and some snow flurries. It's cold now. Wow, I miss. I like the snow. You uh, can my, have it. My, well, my my family was going to travel up. I was reaching for some glasses there. Yeah, for the people in the live audience, I was reaching for some. Uh, well, sorry, no. My family was going to travel up for Thanksgiving uh, and Happy Thanksgiving to you, Mitch. By the way, um, but the weather for some of the mountain ranges in Southern Oregon, um, they get a little. They're not extremely high. They're right around twenty six, twenty seven hundred feet. Um, just enough that they will actually get snow, and we do have a pretty good uh, system coming in to the point of that our big uh, Mount Hood, which is our big uh, snow area, uh, is about forty minutes here from from uh, from where I live. Uh, they're actually going to be opening after Thanksgiving, so they got uh, plenty of snow um, in just the right amount of time. I mean, I was actually thinking about cutting the grass one more time last Saturday, but I thought about it, then sat down, then the thought went away, which was <laughs> good. Well, yeah. That's a silly thing to think about on the weekends in the winter. Cutting the grass? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cutting the grass, watching some football. Cutting the grass, watching some football. So um, before we get going, though, I do want to remind people that if you're going to watch us or would like to watch us live, check us out at podnuts.com slash live. All one word, Geeksters Live. Um, and when you're there, don't forget to disable any ad blocker, um, any of those kind of stuff. Because uh, we may have some uh, things that you can look at, um, some maybe some deals, some pop-ups, some definitely you know punch the monkey stuff that we want you to be able to see uh, on the Podnuts webpage. And you know it is. Uh, we're recording this on Tuesday, November twenty second. Um, Turkey Day, Ham Day, Pumpkin Pie Day is coming up here in in uh, T minus two days, three days, something like that. Whatever Thursday delicious and uh you know my wife and i were talking like well are we gonna do some black friday shopping i don't know well if you're gonna do some black friday shopping and you just think what can i get the geek in my life that needs more stuff well head on over to podnuts.com and check out the deals under just all the ads across the top or the um, banner across the top there's the deals and then there you're gonna find three things computer business kit version three Fabs Auto Backup, which I use all the time, and of course, Amazon.com. And I've spoke about Amazon, how you can use the podnuts.com slash Amazon link. But and I've spoken about Fabs, how we I've used that to backup systems and restore systems. And if you have never used that and you are working um, on systems and moving them, get yourself a copy of Fabs. I guarantee it on um, Scout's Honor that you will love it. Love it, love it. And then um computer business uh, kit version three. These are things like legal documents and fillable PDF forms and marketing templates. Um, you know, how, Mitch, how would you would you pay for something along like those lines there? Priceless. Exactly. Priceless. But it's not priceless. It's only $99. Um, and you get your logos on there, checklist templates. Um, check it out. Podnuts.com slash deals for some good stuff. You know, you're going to be sitting around this weekend wondering what to do. You're going to be tired. Might as well get on over to Podnuts and check it out. Hmm. Somebody in the chat room said I could go for some pie, and uh, 
yeah, I think my wife's making me some low carb something something this weekend. I don't know what it is, but I see whenever my wife comes home with like bulk pecans, that's what she uses with that and some butter and some other spices. And she makes a crust out of that. And that usually becomes a pie for me and delicious. It's the wrong it's time there. of the year to watch what you're eating. I know. I'm just watching it go down my big old face. It makes here. my beard stronger though. So that's, that's, that's what I, I'm blaming it on the beard. Oh my goodness. So last week I had just a, a nutso week with the move and the fire and uh and this week it's been kind of quiet. So it's been it's been nice. I've gone, done a couple of little jobs, but nothing um nothing crazy. Some little things to talk about. How about you? Um I'm not in this field. I don't know anything about it. No, I, I don't I But you have you've probably done some stuff on the on the side, I, right? Yeah, I um I have this old Toshiba laptop that I actually use like I'm talking to you through uh, an i7, uh, my um, ASRock that I built, I don't know, four years ago, I guess, Z77 chipset, which, by the way, I inherited I inherited a uh, an i5, uh, an HP with an i5 Generation 3 um, processor in it. The motherboard was bad. And it actually, it's, a, it's the same. I mean, it, w- it would take the same chipset that I have in this computer. But those Z77, they're so out of date. And the ones you find, they want, they want to charge you a fortune for. It's cheaper to get something more modern now than, than for that. Cause I wanted, uh, cause I, this, actually this, the music store I deal with, he was having problems with his, uh, computers. So he bought a new one. They said, and they said his motherboard went up in the old HP. Guess it, you mind if I look at it? So it did. It was, it's all, it's, there's nothing left. And they went like $150, $200 to replace the board, which is not worth it for some that's five years old, six years old. And I said, well, maybe I can just get a different board that will work with that chipset, with that, with that CPU. And I don't want to spend over a hundred bucks and I'm having trouble finding something. So something new anyway. So yeah. yeah. Now did you just upgraded or you earlier at the show, if people were listening to kind of the pre-show, you had, they had, you had mentioned that you had wiped up that computer. So yeah, I'm, I'm scrambling here, but we you know when I do the record, I record the show and I send it to door to you to door or whatever. Um, so I'm talking on one machine and then another machine is doing the rec- recording and it's an i3 Toshiba laptop that's doing the recording. Well, I just recently put a SSD in here and I, I like Samsung, but I didn't want to pay premium dollars. I'm not going to benefit from it because it's so old, six years old. It might even be older than that, seven years old. So, um, my local, uh, micro center store, they had a, a sale on these Patriot SSDs and so I took a chance on it. It was forty-seven dollars for two fifty, two forty, something like that, two forty gigabyte. And I was reading some of the problems. And sure enough, after I did a clean install, it just things lock it up on me. But they have this utility to update the firmware for the hard drive. I did that, and then it reboots. And then when you understand what's the fix stuff, and it's just going on and on and on. I said, let me just let me do a clean install because it only take with the SSD. It only takes ten minutes, right? It's really quick. So I did that. I did a clean install and it's, it's knock on wood. It's, it's been good ever since. So for me, cause that was like $47. And if I would have got the Samsung, it'd be around a hundred for the same thing. And so it's doing well. Yeah. Yeah. I've yeah. never done, I've, I've only purchased Patriot memory. Um, right. right. And, same here. And, yeah. Yeah. And lately, I mean, for myself, I will, I'll buy, you know, I, I won't necessarily always buy, um, 
I won't always necessarily stick to this, my standard, if you will. Um, as a business owner, you have a level of standards oh, yeah, that you yeah. want to buy your parent, your 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 people. Um, but as as uh, when I need to buy myself stuff, I will buy myself some of the stuff. So you know, usually for my clients, I'm always using like crucial memory. Right, um, but right. I'll buy Patriot memory for myself, right? right I'll right. save myself. You know, I'll, I'll get the, the if you will, the I'm going to air quote the cheaper stuff for myself uh, because it's it's for me, right? But I will always buy the good stuff. For uh, or recommend at least the good stuff for my clients. Yeah, I would. I do the same thing on my on my newer stuff. I would definitely use the uh, Evo eight fifty. Um, number one, they they give you. Uh, I think it's a five year warranty on that, and then I think on the uh, the Pro, it's like a, a ten year warranty. I think it's only three on this one here. But uh, yeah, if, and if I have troubles with it, you know, so what? It was only forty five dollars, forty seven bucks, but. It's doing good. I mean, and, and it's wow, a big difference from the uh, 5400 you know, drive that was oh, in yeah. there, you know, the spinning drive. It boots up fast. It shuts down fast and opens burg runs fast. So I'm satisfied. Yeah, no, definitely. I, I've kind of been contemplating. So I, I, I probably reload my computer about once a year. Um, mm-hmm. and, I, and every time I reload it, I think, do I just go get another SSD? Because that way I have all my data backed up. I, mean, I usually have, you all, have I you're, back on my data. You're on your laptop, right? Yes, so you my, do my, have. My, a, I remember you put one in there, right? Yeah, yeah no. Yeah. I when the, when I purchased this laptop, um, this ThinkPad, many years ago. Right, right. Um. When when I when I purchased it, I purchased a SSD drive. It came to me. The laptop came to me. I opened it up, pulled the hard drive out, put the hard drive away, and put in the SSD and loaded Linux. On it. That's what I did and with I, my last summer. I bought a, a nice a, uh, ASUS i7, mm-hmm. 16 gigs of RAM. I, I I ran it for a little while, then I bought the uh, I bought the 500 gig hard drive. And, cloned it and that's the that's the only one of all the machines i upgraded windows 10 i went up doing a clean install but the one upstairs i'm not having any issues with nice. you know, doing the up, actual upgrade i mean it's fast and it runs fine yeah yeah i think I, I was just you know we were talking earlier i looked online the samsung 850 evo 500 gig is now 164 dollars now I have a Prime account, so I don't know if that meant, you know mod you know modifies anything because I know that sometimes if you look at Amazon you know one way or another way you, you can get it can they can adjust their prices a little bit but still under two hundred dollars now for a five hundred gig and I think it was three fourteen for is that what I said earlier three fourteen for, for a terabyte a, for yeah three fourteen for a terabyte I remember when the terabyte SSDs came out and they were almost they were pushing a thousand dollars let me compare it to what. Uh Micro Center has because so they they usually have pretty good prices, but they they will have sale prices. That's when I usually get stuff, even when I don't yeah. need it. Oh yeah. Uh, SSD. So while you're looking at that, um, SJ SCJ six four three in the chat room was talking about Fabs Auto Backup and wondering whether or not they had a single user license. Um, because if you go to uh, Fabs, it talks about how um, there's like you can buy. Uh, hundred packs and two hundred packs of of licenses, and yes, they do sell a single license. Um, it is it's seven dollars and fifty cents in pounds. I think that's pounds. Maybe that's at. I don't know if that's pounds or not. Anyways, um, so there's some conversion that needs to happen uh, over that over you know to that. But then there's also the pro version, and the pro version will allow you to access profiles that aren't that you don't actually have access to. So I am all. I'm all for the um, getting a the, spending the extra money for the pro license. It is a little bit more expensive. Um, I think that's forty two fifty for a single pro license, um, and these are, I believe, also in pounds, or forty five dollars. So I don't know what the conversion. Oh, actually, I can tell you what the conversion is right here. Uh, no, I don't. That's the that's the language change. Never mind. Uh, so spring for the pro if you can for Fabs Auto Backup, 
But if you can't, I completely understand. And I do understand there's a lot of people out there um, who are just getting into the game. Um, get what you can, get what works well for you. And then, um, you know, maybe later on you may want to, you know, that would be a great way to say, okay, uh, oh, this is the problem going on. I can use this. I can, I can get this product that will solve your issues and then maybe charge a little bit more for solving that problem. And then that way that can help offset maybe like half the cost of, of, uh, of upgrading your software. So that's some, that's some ways that you could, you can, oh, it's in euros. Thanks. Um, th- that's some ways that you can, um, kind of offset some of the cost, um, as your business grows. But so $45 in euros and $7 and 50 cents in euros between the pro and the personal license. Uh, real quick, the Samsung 850 Evo, 154.99 for the 500 gig at Micro Center, and the 250 is 94.99. So 94.99 is what I can get from podnest.com slash Amazon, but it's 164 for the 500. Okay. So it's actually so you can save yourself ten dollars. Yeah, a little now, bit more. Now is that is that shipping included in that? I, I've I've never purchased anything from Micro Center. See, I go to the store. Uh, okay. So I, um, not a and I don't have a question. I don't, I, I can't, um, you know, the biggest, the, the closest thing we have up here is a place called Fry's. Mm-hmm. Uh, and speaking of Fry's, guess who I saw today at Fry's? Super Coop. That's right. Super Coop. Cody Cooper from Linux for the rest of us on the that. Podcast Network. That. Yeah. I haven't seen him in a while. So we had a chance to just, uh, uh, meet up really quick, say hi, give a, give a brotherly hug. And I had to head on my way and he had to head on his way. But, uh, I just, I, gosh, I haven't seen him since last April last Linux convention and uh he lives a bit a bit away from me uh, a couple hours so but anytime we can we can try to get together and that's about halfway and he was heading he was heading north still but he was going to head east and I had to head north but then west and and on a traffic traffic doesn't work out very well for us to try to meet in the middle um, but it worked out really well it was great nice to see him so uh, Cody if you're listening to this podcast later on uh it was great seeing you today it was fun I enjoyed it um and I hope we're, we're already talking about having to wanted to hang out uh coming in the future so, and there's actually, there's, there's so many other, you know what I want to do, Mitch? And I, I don't mean to leave you out on this, but I want to have a Oregonian Podnuts convention or not convention, but just to get together. I mean, there's, I can name probably five people in Oregon right now that listen or are some way involved in the Podnuts community. So don't mean to leave you out, but any Oregonians out there, hit me up. Let's do it. You talking about a meetup? Sure. All of us go out and, I don't know, go bowling or shoot darts or. It would take me a, more than an hour to get there. Well, I, I know, and I was. This is more for Oregon. Oregon. Oh, I know, I know. But you know, pin the tail on the donkey, uh, twister. I don't care. I just think we all should get together, and uh, we oh, actually we could do like a pin the tail on the door. So that would be kind of fun. I mean, I had the pleasure pleasure of meeting you a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. I've met the worst several times. Um, he don't. He's only like sixty some miles, so I'm not too bad. I met Fred Fred th- three times, um, and so you know the, the techie geek. Oh, I had a, I had a ball going out there a couple of years ago. Oh my gosh, that was so fun! It was so much fun. Uh, except for the um, the little bit of drinking I was doing, to, it was all right. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't I haven't I got to be honest, I haven't had anything like that since. <laughs> no, yeah, same but it was here. good though because your room is like ten feet away. <laughs> right, you, from, can, you could yeah. stumble into your room and be okay. Yes, yes, yeah. And uh, so Mitch is talking about the if you're uh, the oh. Ohio Linux Fest. Mm-hmm. That, that's probably the, it's tough because I have, there's a Linux Fest here that's really fun and it's, and it's, it's in, um, just, it's in Bellingham, Washington. So it's about three hours north of Seattle. So that's about six hours north of me. But, um, it's a different group of people, completely different group of people. But then, man, oh man, the Ohio Linux Fest, that is so much fun. Um, 
Gosh. Yeah. If you've never, if you're interested in Linux and you want to go to a Linux fest and you're close to Columbus, it is a bit of a, like for me, it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a flight for me to get there. Um, but if you are close to that area, hands down, check out Ohio Linux fest. There will always be pod nuts people there every year, always pod nuts people there. Um, there's always the Sunday morning, Sunday morning Mm -hmm. Linux review people. So Mary, um, and, uh, Tony, Tony, thank you, Mary, Tony. And then there's another gentleman there. Um, he's been there for a while now. Right. Uh, I, I I haven't listened to that in a while, but man, you will always always find somebody there. That's I've met I've met people that I still have talks with and relationships with. Um, you know, we keep in contact about the Linux community uh, there. So check out if, like I said, Ohio Linux Fest. It's in Columbus, Ohio, um, September, right? Some sometime right around, right around October. There. I think it was it was October the last couple of years. Up yeah, so mm-hmm. somewhere you know in those months, but. Check it out. Uh, like you said, it's a bit of a flight for me. This but. is what this is what Martin did a couple of years ago. He had so I mean, you know, so much energy. He flew. Wait a is this going to be good? Yeah, you flew. Okay. You flew from Cause, Oregon. Cause Martin may have done some things that he may not want to mention on the show. On that, <laughs> you flew from Oregon, or you know, forgive my accent, whatever, uh, and to to Baltimore BWI Airport, and we picked you up, Dor and I, and we drove seven hours to Ohio. <laughs> right, right. So I flew from here to Chicago. To then oh, Baltimore okay. and then drove halfway back, um, and that was and that just was so we could spend time yeah, talking. So, on, I, could, so I could spend there. time with Mitch and Dor, and oh my gosh, that was that was a lot of fun. That was the year that Tim was there and Fred was there, and mm-hmm. we all hung out together. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, SCJ six four three in the chat room says um, to me and you, what do you guys think about UEFI? You know, I'm not too much fam- familiar with it. Uh, excluding secure boot. I know you can't do a lot of things unless you turn that off. That's about all right. I know. Right. I haven't messed with it. Um, I, I know there's, some of these older computers won't have it, but this one I think might have it. My The i7 and the, my i7 laptop basis, they, I know that has it. But I haven't messed with anything. Um, I mean, I like, I haven't messed with Linux a long time, but I like doing it on um, VirtualBox. But I haven't had any success with VirtualBox on Windows 10. I mean, not... Not the last time I tried. So, right. Well, he's he's saying he personally finds it a big improvement over MBR. So he's definitely going way more technical than I um, than I do when it comes to that. Uh, the, you know, that's just not my that's not my skill set. Is when when it comes to things like UEFI versus MBR. Um, I, I'm also kind of in the same in the same boat. Yeah, I'm so used to doing things before, and this one does have the UEFI. It was right. all right. A little bit. I've, I've been in it. You know, it's, it's just like it's yeah. its own operating system. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, most people, I, if you're, if you're new to the show, most people know that. So my skill set, where my skill set really, um, my strongest point would be networking, setting up networks, configuring networks, um, making sure things like that work. I work on home computers. Um, it's not my, uh, I don't, I don't go searching for them, but I do, um, I, I do do them. But um, small to mid-sized business setting up networks. Now, because I do small to mid-sized business, I handle everything from top to bottom. So that does include reinstalling computers and, and UEFI, UEFI and Windows, some Windows 10, mostly Windows 7 and all that kind of stuff. So, um, you know, so, but when it, when it really comes to, you know, my recommendation over UEFI or, or my, you know, to sit down and say, oh, this is what was good about MBR. This is what was bad about it. This is what was good about UEFI. This is what's bad about it. I really can't get you a list like that because that's not really my strong set um i have a friend who loves his android phones this guy can rattle off specs and this and that and he just you know that's that is his niche he 
loves Android phones. And I, that's not me. Um, I, there's people within the Pundits community who, who just will rattle off, um, specs and, and benefits and what they could do with, uh, especially small computers, you know, the micro PCs and the Raspberry Pis and stuff like that. Honestly, I get a Raspberry Pi. I use noobs. I bootload it to Cody and it becomes my media center. That's what I do with it, you know? And, and really, honestly, if it's not, if it's not something I can just follow the instructions on how to do, um, I do like to tinker, but it's just, well, first off, I have it's two time kids. Consuming. It is. I've got two kids. I'm married. I have a family. Um, I have a job. I have extracurricular stuff that I do. Uh, it's a time consuming, but I am looking at possibly doing the uh, VPN Pi because I do have an, an older Raspberry Pi laying around that I want to I want to put into that, and I can't remember what that's called right now. But um, it usually basically it basically uses uh, what's the Open VPN solution? Um, oh, Adreno or no? No. no. Okay, well, somebody will mention it in the chat. <laughs> but basically, it makes that into a VPN solution. Um, and then you have it right there on your Raspberry Pi. So I, that's probably something I need to tinker with. So like this weekend, speaking of tinkering, this weekend, what I need to do... See, <laughs> again, um, SJC, he's saying, what are your guys' thoughts on Microsoft uh, joining the Linux Foundation? Couldn't care. Really, honestly, I don't uh, I, I don't have... I, 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 yes, open VPN. Um, I couldn't... I don't... They, they, they mentioned that they were talking about that on Windows Weekly. Or I don't, I heard I don't about have that. much of a okay. Um, it's nice that they're going to be playing nice, but are they really going to be playing nice? Who knows? I, I, I sorry, there, <laughs> SCJ. I don't really have a whole lot to, to <laughs> like. I, I got nothing on that one. I got nothing for you, like Jeff Probst on Survivor. I got, I ain't got no, I got nothing right. for you. Right. So one of the things I'm going to be doing this weekend, while I have got a little bit of time, is I do have my. Um, Open, uh, not my open mesh, my, uh, watch guard for my new client that for his site. So I've got the watch guard and I have three switches. And so I'm going to build up my little test network for, with using that, those devices and get up and running. So they're each, each switch is on its own network with its own, um, with its own, uh, uh, DHCP scope. And, uh, so that's kind of my, that's going to be kind of sitting downstairs, putting a, putting a table, uh, you know, like a, a towel down on the, on the kitchen table and, Build myself up a little network. Sorry. Uh, can you hear that? My phone vibrating? Ah, a little bit. All right. Sorry. Sounds interesting. My, my son's texting me. Sorry about that. So, hey, that's just uh, it's part of the show. So, uh, I did. So, one of the things I did today is, so remember last week. So, last week, um, I talked about the, the company that caught on fire mm-hmm. <laughs> with the power. And then the power supply, um, then the power supply died um, on one of the boxes. We plugged it in and it popped. So I got the new power supply came in, right? And I put the power supply in the machine and I, I got all situated and I started hooking things up and realized that it was a, the motherboard has a micro ATX controller, not the full size ATX controller. I don't know if I mentioned that last week. Um, so the full size is just the normal white one that you always see. Um, but the micro is, it's just, it's, well, it's smaller and it's black. Um, so of course now my client is really frustrated because they, they want to get this, this is their routing, this is their CNC router machine. It needs to be up and running so they can process everything so they can get it out the door and they're behind. And I show up, I say, we're going to get this thing done. And I do it and it's the wrong part. So then I have to order another part. I called Dell. I called my Dell rep, nothing. They had nothing on hand. I called around locally. Nobody had an Optiplex uh, 980 on hand. I, I was I was even thinking, go to a recycling center. They'll sell me one for, you know, whatever, a hundred bucks. With just nothing in it, I'll buy it. I'll strip the part out of it. Not on eBay either. Nothing, nothing. Hmm. So I did find one. Um, I did find one, and I it, it was shipped, and I received it today. 
put it in and drove straight there, hooked it up, got there. And I said, it's ready for you. And they said, great. Now, the only problem we have is that they don't have the right 220 plug in the wall, so they can't do anything until Monday anyways. Mm. I was like, ah. <laughs> but at least the computer's up and running. And then to come to find out, it's a Windows XP machine. Like, well, okay, so now you're running a Windows XP machine with RAID 1, two 500 gig hard drives, and they're, um, degrade, they're, the, the RAID is degraded. So I'm like, okay, so what we're going to do is this. <laughs> we're going to get you a Windows 7. I think the, it has a Windows 7 license on, the, on it. So, um, you know, get Windows 7 Pro, put it on there, um, and then and then have to uh, get them new hard drives and rebuild that RAID, or just skip the RAID altogether and then back up their data. But oh. you you put all your clients on Windows 10. Um, I saw that. Uh, no, <laughs> I, I, not I, I didn't think so. Um, am I recommending Windows 10 yet for clients? If uh, I may be the odd one on this, but. If I can get Windows 7 Pro, I still get Windows 7 Pro. I'm finding that some of my clients, lately I'm finding that some of my clients are doing fine on Windows 10. And I do have one group of people who are on Windows 10 and they're, they're, they're working fine. And they're kind of my guinea pig one, which is nice because they're using QuickBooks. They have a network. They're uh, my ultimate, they're my 3D printing company. Um, sorry. <laughs> so my son was texting me and then my wife is texting me. <laughs> Tell him um, I said hi. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I forgot that she had a meeting tonight, and so I think that's what she wanted to remind let me. <laughs> You know, I, I work for a big company. Uh, I think we have like 15,000 people worldwide. And we just, where I'm at, in Mar- where I work in Maryland, we just switched to Windows 10 like a, a year or so ago. I mean, not, not I'm sorry, Windows 7, a year, like maybe a little over a year ago. You know, so there are a lot of big companies. They're not, <laughs> it'll be a while before they want to, would want to go to Windows 10. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I, I have, I had one client that I was going to purchase some Windows 10 machines and they came Windows 7. I'm not too worried about it. It's there, you know, Windows 7 is going to be good till 2020. Um, and it, <laughs> I love you too, dear. Uh, not, well, I love you too, Mitch, but I was actually talking about, uh, so if my client wants Windows 10, we can do Windows 10, but a lot of the applications that they're using aren't really ready for Windows 10 yet. So I'm not pushing Windows 10. I did not do the, hey, Windows 10 is free. Let's upgrade it and then turn around and, and then take it back down. Um, you know, Windows 10 still has some issues out there. The anniversary issue still is breaking some stuff. So, mm-hmm. um, and, and there's, and there's, it's getting better. Um, there's still some printers, there's still some, uh, you know, third party applications, um, QuickBooks, if you're using an old version of QuickBooks and you've never like, say you've never upgraded your QuickBooks for a long time. And now all of a sudden you get a new machine and it's windows 10 and I have a client like this. So if they ever move, so, but the, the, the wife doesn't like it. So uh, windows 10, um, so she's just not using that machine. She's still using her old machine that's broken. Um, but if they were ever to move, they have to. They were being forced to upgrade to Quick, QuickBooks. Now that's fine, and I get it. I know that you can't. Um, I, I know that you can't um, hold on to everything forever, you know. And I and I understand that. But uh, I, I'm still. I'm so to answer it. So the short question is. Uh, short answer is. Uh, I, if my client wants one, we'll do it. But I need to. But most of my clients, when they ask what we're going to get, I just say Windows Seven Pro, and that's the way we go. Um, and yes, I did see that Mike. Smith posted some stuff about changing the GPO settings to disable auto reboots. Um, and I, I have to look at where that was, but I remember, uh, I remember that, um, that 
being in there. But most of my clients are on domains. So any of that stuff I handle via through the Active Directory. Group group policy editor, I think that's what it's talking about. See, I only have right. one machine. All the elements are home. This is the other one that's a pro machine. This one I'm on now, so I have to I have to do that a different way. Right. But I changed well, you- I changed it to uh, like inactive hours, just from from like one o'clock to one a.m. Don't reboot, you know, automatically. So. so I have one of I have a um, I have one of. I actually think of Windows 10. I have one client that they all just went to Windows 10. Like every one of them upgraded their laptops to Windows 10. And now they're having so much trouble because Windows 10 takes a little bit more resources. And they all say, we wish we would have stayed on Windows 7. Um, so I've been able to give them, get them some RAM and upgrade their stuff. But, but um, there's some the same machines. If you do the clean install, you, you, you would see an, an improvement, but I you know, have to do the upgrade gonna, to authenticate it and then, then do the, right. Uh, but they're not going to pay me to clean install every one of those I know, machines. I know, Cause I understand. If, if I would push for that, if we had 15 to 20 machines that were the like, that were all the same, like the lab that I have at one of my other schools that I maintain, it's a lab that I maintain. They're all exactly the same machines. I get it. I'll take machine, I'll upgrade it, and then I will use Clonezilla and I'll make an image and I'll push it out. But this other place is 15 to 20 machines that are all different. Yeah, so yeah. I would have to make so many images and it would take me so long to do it that it's just not, um, it's not worth it. And they won't, they're not going to pay me that <laughs> to do that. Uh, I know that. So, um, so one of the things that I did do this week um, was I had a client who wanted to go to hosted exchange. And so how, just a quick refresher, um, so how things like domains work is that you can buy your domain name through a company, let's say GoDaddy, okay? You buy your domain name through GoDaddy. Well, you can also host through GoDaddy or you can just host through GoDaddy and or, or user to registrar through GoDaddy and then host through somewhere else. So like what I do for my business is I actually have a registrar and then I host at other places or I, I self-host. Um, but then what you can do, there's another then another little uh, caveat inside of there is what you have what are called name servers. Okay, And what name servers are, it's a way to roll over your DNS for your registrar to another company. So you can have your registrar's GoDaddy. You can then say, I want, I'm paying this other third party to host my data. And the third party may say, well, for us to host everything correctly, we need to be your name server. So then you go into GoDaddy and you tell GoDaddy, I don't want you to be my name server. I want you to roll over the name servers to Bob's hosting. Okay. So then what happens is you Google the site, you know, www.thesite.com. It then goes to GoDaddy to look up its name, GoDaddy says, nope, not me. I need you to roll over to Bob's Hosting. It rolls over to Bob's Hosting. And then in Bob's Hosting is where they list your C names, your text records, your mail records, you know, your your A records and stuff like that. So you can split this up and you can rework it and it can get messy if you don't have it all written out or if somebody hands it to you and says, hey, I need this problem fixed and you have to go and research and follow the trail to figure out where everything is. So I had a company who wants to go with hosted exchange because their Yahoo mail keeps getting compromised. And I said, sure, not a problem. So I know they have their names through register.com. I go to register.com and I see that their name servers are actually through their company that they're hosting their website with. I get a hold of the hosting company and I say, we need to make some um, changes to the DNS. I have no problem with you managing the DNS. I just need to add some text records and some mail records um, and some C names um, to that. And they said, not a problem. Just give us the information. So through hosted exchange, the first thing you need to do is you give them a text record and that text record has a code in it. So you, I gave them the text record, they added it into DNS, I wait for replication, I then go to the hosted exchange site. That proves now that I own the domain, 
and then I can now move forward with hosted exchange. Perfect. Go back. Um, and now once you do that, then they then hosted exchange says, okay, what I need you to do now is add these other records in there. So I, I give those other records to the name server and, and they added them in. I wait for replication. Then I notice that the original text record that proves that I own the domain is missing. I email the back and I said, Hey, I, I, I want to make sure that it was an ad, not a, not a change. And he goes, yes, I, I realize that. He says, but my system doesn't allow me to have more than one text record, which is, which is really weird because that should not be that way. Um, so this is one of the problems you, you can run into when you have somebody else being your name server is that their name server, however they do all of their stuff, whether it's through cPanel or something along those lines from a hosting standpoint, it may not be as robust as you would normally get through network solutions or or enom or bulk register or register.com or any of those other other places um so what we had to do this week was i had to pull the name servers back from this other site to register.com and then i could go in and and add all of my uh c names text records mail server records and mamex records and all that kind of stuff so um but what i wanted to tell you was there's a couple sites that I go to whenever I'm looking at whenever I make any changes to a domain name when I'm waiting for replication there's definitely a couple sites that I go to and one um, is is actually is actually really cool and it's called what's my dns.net um, and this is a it's a global propagation checker so what this will do is you can put in um, www you know, uh, podnuts.com in the A record and click search. And what will happen is it'll give you all of the primary um, DNS record holders in the United States and, and throughout the world, actually, it'll list out what is the IP address, okay? Well, what this is used for, say you're going to move your domain name, okay? Um, and, and, your, and your website used to go to 123.1.2.3.4, right? And you now change it to go to 6.7.8.9. Okay, so you make the change in your registrar and then you go over to here and you put in the domain name and you hit on the A record, you hit search and you can see what top level um, or what what um, DNS where where in the DNS uh, flow it's going. Does that make I don't know if that makes sense. If you if you go to the website, you'll see um, kind of the kind of the different checks that it checks across the world. Um, but you can actually look and see, oh, I see that it's, you know, that the domain name has changed in Italy, Turkey, Russia, Pakistan, India, Thailand, but it hasn't changed in Malaysia or Seattle, Dallas, New York, or Atlanta. So you can see it, like, you get a chance to actually go, oh, I see that it's, it, one, what it's, it, it's, it's working, right? The, the, the process is moving along. And two, then you can kind of check and see, um, you know, it has, is it done yet? Um, and, and this, you can just, you can search for A records and C names and MX records and pointers and text records and stuff like that. So that's, that's one site that I use, um, for that. The other site is called View DNS Info and it's viewdns.info. And what this site will do, um, this site has a lot of information in it. You can do reverse lookups, reverse who is, IP history, domain name who is, DNS records, spam database, ping it, trace route it, HTTP headers, um, abuse contact lookup, URL, string decodes. Like this is really kind of a Swiss army knife of, of if you're looking for, um, for some data. Um, and the one that I use is, is pretty much smack dab in the middle. It's the third column in, or the second, it's the middle column, one, two, three, four, five, 
five down. It says DNS record lookup. And what that'll do is that'll give you kind of a list of all of the DNS records for a particular website. So if you put in, you know, podnuts.com and you hit enter, what'll happen is it'll come back and it'll tell you what the A record is, what the text record is, what the MX records are and things like that. So if you're, if you're, you know, these are, these are some good, good information. Um, the other one I use is into dns.com. Um, this one is kind of a catch all. You just go into this website and all you do is you put the, um, you just put the website in there, you hit enter and, uh, it gives you kind of just a list of everything. So those are the, those are the three that I wanted to, um, to, to mention because they're, they're just really good. If you do any kind of, um, modifying or changing of DNS, these are some tools, um, uh, that, that hopefully can help you. And so I thought, well, since I was doing that this week, it's something to, to talk about on the show. I'm making sure that those will go into the show notes. So we, we have everything situated now. It's all been moved over. We're having some mail issues still. Um, but I'm trying to, I'm working with Microsoft to get that, get that resolved, um, right now. So, um, yeah. Uh, Mitch, earlier when we were talking about OpenVPN, you had mentioned, uh, OpenWRT. Well, you, you couldn't think, think of what you were talking about. I, that's, that's what I thought maybe you were trying to think of. Um, I think open WRT, open WRT or DDWRT is the open, um, open Router. source code for the routers. Yeah. Right, right. So I had a talk with um, a client. Uh, gosh, it was a it was a while ago. Um, I didn't, and and one of the things that she had mentioned to me was that she was actually really concerned about um, the safety of wireless of Wi-Fi signals. And instantly, I just am like, you know, nah, okay. Um, we 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 her and I. Uh, would vote differently. <laughs> Her and I would shop at different uh, food markets. Uh, so we just, we don't see the same on that, but I, I support her and I, I work for her, for her company and we get the stuff done. Um, but she asked me this question and I really didn't think much about it. Uh, I, at the time I did. And I remember thinking, you know, let me look at it. Let me do some research. Um, but I listened to a lot of podcasts and one of the podcasts that I really like is called brain stuff. And it's a quick four to six minute podcast. So it's it's super fast, easy to listen to. They did one called "Is Wi-Fi Safe?" Um, check that out. There's not any show notes on it, but it talks about how um, the Wi-Fi signals are different than other signals. Um, they the way they're shaped, the way they the way they uh, travel through the air, of course, based on their shape um, or the wavelengths, and how they react versus something like a microwave. Um, but if you're ever curious about this, and I think people will have you know. I know that people have asked me, um, I'm, I'm guessing that people have asked uh, our other listeners, you know, about the safety and security, not security, but the safety of wireless, because we're always, we're always around it. You know, we have the cell phones and stuff like that. But is that something safe? Um, check out this podcast, something to maybe just sit down with a note, notepad, piece of paper, write yourself a couple of notes and see um, if that's something, um, you know, you have some ideas and something to talk about when, when your clients or, or any, you know, relatives ask you about the safety of the Wi-Fi. So. I'm uh, trying to think of other things that I did. Not a whole lot. It's really been, it's kind of quiet. I'm actually, you know, more DNS stuff. I'm working with another company right now that wants to, to take all their DNS from, <laughs> they've got, they've, they've got their DNS records um, for their domains kind of spread out all over the place and they want to put them all in one location. So, um, we're kind of working on getting that up and, and, and going. So that's, that's going to be nice. I've got a new lap. I've got a laptop coming in tomorrow that I need to deploy. Going to be working on my little, my little, my little switch and wash guard. Um, and just enjoying the the holiday. That's what's coming up for me. Well, 
I want a new phone. You want a new phone? I got I got uh, Samsung S4 on Boost, but I like paying thirty five dollars a month. <laughs> yeah, and uh, eh, I'm not crazy about Boost. Their service, I mean, I'm, the service is alright, but the the customer service. If you can get somebody that can understand what you're saying, that's uh, that's horrible. So you are you? I mean, there's always Swappa to just buy. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. Um, I have two phones that I purchased through them. Oh yeah, um, yeah. I've been really pleased with them. Yeah, you know, I've been looking to change carriers, but I don't want to spend eighty or ninety bucks a month like I was before. Before I went to to Boost Mobile, but um, yeah. Republic Wireless. I've been reading some good things about that. How that works? That works on when you're wire, on uh, wireless too. Even through your phone calling, we'll do that too. Okay. So you have to have a lot of, I guess, public Wi-Fi places around for that to work. Suppose so it you just, do. So. so does that phone actually have any cellular to it? Or is it all? You, you just... can get it with a cellular plan. You can get it without the cellular plan. Oh, and now okay. we get it with. So you know they have the same thing, one, two, right. whatever gigabytes. Um, but I'm just reading some pretty good reviews. I mean, a lot, a lot less negativity with that compared to some of you know with a uh, Boost Mobile and. Well, but, you could. Well, the other option, Mitch. Is what version of what version of um, uh, Android do you have on the S4? I got um, what's the the most recent one? I got the one before that. It, I have six dot zero dot one. No, I think uh, Marshmallow's the latest. I think I got Lollipop on it. It won't it won't take Marshmallow. Okay, so that's what's going. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so that's what my wife is in that same situation. So the other option, Mitch, would be, and I've got a S5. Okay, mm-hmm. so with the S5, you have the replaceable battery, and yes, I know it's an older phone, but I have the replaceable battery, and it has an S micro SD card, right? So go to Swappa, get yourself an S5, right, and then it be we would be just like the other thing. Just don't get an SD, just don't get a um, a carrier chip with it, whatever those are called, mm-hmm. and now and and upgrade it to six. Because on six now it will do Wi-Fi calling. Oh really? Yeah. So you could just buy a phone outright for like two thirty. Mm-hmm. Now you've got your extended storage, so you could use it for your media player or whatever like that, and then just tap it to wireless and use it for Wi-Fi calling. Well, that would be if I go with the uh, the, the, the um, Republic Wireless. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I say just buy a phone outright and just do it yourself. Mitch is wireless. You don't need to go through Republic Wireless. You just hook up to any hotspot. Yeah, no, but. It- the bad thing at work, there's nothing around at work. I'm not close well, enough to, uh, so I, right. I have to stay on Wi-Fi there. I mean, they have Wi-Fi, but they don't. They don't want us connecting to it. Right. So that <laughs> would be a problem. It's, it's for guests. So, so yeah. you do need something with some cellular right. to be able to right. text and stuff. So I see what you're saying. So their their plans are their cellular plans are pretty. Because outside of there, I I mean I I bought the Comcast and they you know they have the hotspots all over, so I connect with that when I'm around automatically. Um, but I I mean. In my mind, I'm thinking I like to get a S6, something new. You know what I mean? One of the top, right. you know. Right. Not that I'm in it all like like you were talking about all the specs. And you know, I used to try to get into that, but yeah, you know, rooting and ROM, I'm not into it. I used to do it. I, I don't even mess with it anymore, except for when something breaks. <laughs> right. Well, okay. So um, let's let's see what we can find here. Let me um, SJ uh, SCJ. Yeah, I recommended that phone. Uh, to somebody at work, and she likes you. I mean, that was the best cheap phone. With it, it has almost similar specs to my uh, Samsung S4, and um, for uh, like pretty much a no-name brand phone. And they they even they have a much better one out now. It's, it might go for like a couple hundred dollars, maybe four hundred dollars, a real high-end one. But uh, 
And here's my, my, I upgraded my wife's phone. She had uh, some L. She's on Boost, and I got her the uh, the um, the LG Stylus. And she has like two, three giga, two gigabytes in two days. She uses her, you know, her her allotment um, gigabytes up in two two days. But she didn't do it with the, the old phone. I don't I don't go nowhere near mine. I'm, I'm right. lucky to use two two gigabytes a month. Now a friend of mine just got the LG X, the LG X Power, which is on Boost. And he say he got the same thing too. It says that you used up your data data in two days. So I don't know what's up with that. That's, that's kind of ridiculous. And and they throttle you back after you, right? Well, so here, you know, so so Swappa, just throwing out some stuff here. You've got um, new or mint condition. These are Galaxy S6, um, so Samsung Galaxy S6, 250. Mm -hmm. Unlocked, brand brand new. Then you, now that's just your, you know, now you just have your, just your, Hook to a wireless and uh, and you know make calls through wireless, but but that's just through that. And um, the site that I'm talking about is is swappa.com. Yeah, I've been there. There's two of well, them. The Swappa and there's another in. one too. But I, I haven't been there in a while. But uh, I, I I imagine they have they have some Boost mobile phones up here too. I mean, they, Boost does sell the S6, X7, and that's but you're probably going to pay five six hundred dollars for it. Right. So that's an option. I just yeah, yeah, I, yeah. You know, um, is it the best option? I don't I don't know. See, things are on. tough now. My wife. You know, she lost her job six, seven months ago, and uh, I'm contemplating retiring next after August. However, for me to do that, I'm you know, I, I can't afford living in my home because I have too much on it. But I could walk away, you know, make enough cash to buy some small, like a small, nice mobile home, you know. But then I want to get internet, and I don't know any around here. All the internet in mobile homes is going to be like uh, DSL. And mm. I'm used to getting to 105 down or whatever it is. That would kill me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I kind of think about getting a new phone, but I, you know, I'm just it just works. What you do know? you What do you have? Like S5. So you're you're one ahead of me. Yeah. yeah. And uh, you know what? I have an S5, and both my kids have an S5. My wife has the um, uh, it's the smaller. Uh, it's the Alpha. Mm-hmm. But her well, hers doesn't upgrade either. So and it's getting really, really slow. And I've replaced the battery, and it's just not. Uh, mine still, so mine well. still works pretty good. I'm, I mean, out of the four since I've been having you know, cell phones, since I've had cell phones, which is my fourth one, this is the best one I had. And, and yeah. the highest end one, the, the highest end one I had was the HTC M8, which I broke, if you remember, and that was with Verizon. But that had some high specs in it. But this thing works. I have no problem with this. I was afraid yeah. it came with um whatever was before I forgot what was before um uh lollipop and I, so it took a while I was afraid to upgrade because it it messed up my wife's she had the uh what's the tablet the uh the the Android tablet um the, when, the note nah it was a plain tablet the one everybody got back in there anyway um it messed that up but I was able to rerun that and fix that. But uh, so I was afraid to do it on my phone, but it was fine. I finally did it. It's fine. Um, Lipop works fine on my phone. Yeah. But it won't take. It, it, you're not going to issue the uh, not for this unless I root it myself and do it. Right. Well, a, Galaxy S5. I'm just. I'm, and yeah. I'm just throwing this out because I do see it. Um, through Swappa, new one fifty, one forty nine, one forty five. That is cheap. So, um, these are the sixteen gig ones, and like I said, they just mm-hmm. uh oh, Kit Kats before Lollipop. Yeah, it's, yeah, okay, um, that's what I had. Yeah. Um, you know it. You know, it might just works. I don't, you know, I, you know, the one thing I want to do to it and I wish, um, I could figure it out. And Steve Gibson has talked about it. And there's a couple websites that sh- talk about it is you can take your, you, you can make 
spin right run in a virtual machine like it is the virtual machine mm-hmm. and then you can attach your phones to it and then run spin right on your virtual phones in level two so if it finds any issues it fixes it i haven't ever been able to get mine to do that i keep trying oh, really right and then the people are saying oh it's it's supposed to work much better because now basically it's a solid state hard drive and it fixes any problems but i can never i i have a solid state well i've got i've got spin right as a virtual machine on the computer behind me um and when i start up instantly it goes to it goes to uh you know the spin right, but I can never get my phone to attach and and have spin right see it as an external hard drive. It just doesn't see it at all. So um, I'm gonna keep trying with it. But it's one of those things. Of like if that if that works and I can figure out how to do that, that probably that's gonna. Uh, I'd like to give it a shot at least. So that's what I got. Yeah, I don't. Um, I don't have anything. Well, I was telling you, I got this inherited this old broken computer. It's HP. So I was thinking about get one of those combo deals at Micro Center, like a AMD. You can get an AMD chip and like a decent processor, for, you know, for an AMD uh, and a motherboard for like under like 130, 40 bucks. Think about doing that just to do something. Cause I, I haven't built a computer since this one. This was three or four years. They're probably about four years ago. So yeah, I might do that. I don't know. But then my hobby now is I try to, when I'm not exhausted, I'll try to play guitar, guitar play, play, you know, play my guitars a little bit. Seeing if I seeing if an old man can improve on that, but uh, I don't know. Yeah, no, I'm just we're not doing anything. You having family coming over? For good Are question. Going over? That's a good question. I forgot to ask. Well, I think my, I think the grandson, <laughs> the, <laughs> the grandsons and their girlfriends and their children are coming over. So the, the, the grandsons and the great and maybe the great granddaughters come. The, yes, is it the great granddaughter? Yeah, maybe I think I don't know. Do you? Uh, CJ, do you mean like, do you mean on-screen buttons versus physical buttons? Like my Galaxy, you know, my 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 S5 has you know these buttons down here. Is that what you're referring to, or are you referring to something else? Because I mean, I I don't mind having on-screen buttons if that's. I mean, I have physical buttons on the sides for volume up, down, and power. I guess I'm not. Yeah, I guess some of them don't have it. It's all on screen. Some of your buttons now. I got both, like yours too. I guess. Yeah. So maybe I'm not understanding the question. Um, the, here's here's my one thing that I wish, and if anybody knows of, the, of an app for this, because I have not been able to find it. I've talked to Dora, I've talked to other people. Nobody can figure this out. Is that sometimes when my phone is unlocked, I, I will move the icons on accident. I'll put it in my pocket. I'll grab it, and sometimes versus um, sometimes sometimes the icons will actually move. You know how there's computer there's computer programs that on Windows. Um, that you can just lock down the the screen and then and then you you reboot the computer like you mess it all up you reboot it and it comes back to normal how can i do that for my phone how can i keep the icons on the home screen on the home screen instead of me accidentally moving the calendar to like three screens over all my icons get shifted around I've i never can't had, find something never had that problem so is there an app that does that is there an app i can just say lock my screen right here this is where the layout i want lock my layout i can't find one there's a lot of there's a lot of <laughs> you, you google Lock screen. Jiggle. And of course, there's 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 a lot of. Uh, <laughs> remember remember that program you told me. Uh, you know when when we switched to uh, Windows Seven. I mean, no one has admin rights. I mean, as soon as they go away from their machine for more than five minutes, it locks it. Oh, right, and, right. and they're all crying about it. Yeah, I think it was was it Jiggle or Jingle, whatever you told me to use. So they all have it on their computer. I'm I don't even use it, but everybody everybody else does. Jiggle. The mouse jig. Master jiggler. Mouse jiggler. Where, That's where, it. Yeah. Where yeah. they. Where oh yeah that's right locks so they oh yeah yeah so they don't so have to it, sign back in it's a right it's a right yeah mouse jiggler mouse jiggler yeah 
It works. Um, if it's your launcher, you can use Nova Launcher. It can lock it. Um, I use the Google Launcher, so maybe that's what it is. All right, I'll maybe have to look at Nova Launcher. That's one thing I haven't messed around with, different launchers. I do not like the Samsung Launcher. That's, the Google one's pretty That's nice. what I have, I have but it's, it seems pretty, pretty plain yeah. to me. I mean, it's fine. Yeah. I've got the kids and everybody. That's the first thing we do is put the Google Launcher on there. Um, I'll try it, maybe. Yeah. So. All right, Mitch. Well. All right. Good show. Yeah, yeah. If you want to get a hold of, uh, don't answer. Still... Okay. <laughs> well, I think if you want to get a hold of us, actually, it is because we keep getting spam there. So if you want to get a hold of us, uh, geeksters at podnuts.com. That'll go to both of us. It actually goes to Tim as well. Um, or if you want to reach out to, I don't, I think that's how you can get a hold of Mitch. If you want to reach out to me, um, if you have any business questions, it's martin at obandocomputing.com. I'm mobando in Google Plus. I'm obando computing in the chat here. I should probably be on the chat more often. Not very much. Um, but yeah, I'm around. You can always get a hold of us. Uh, but definitely geeksters.podnuts.com is a place to do that. Uh, don't forget um, that podnuts.com, there's lots of deals on there. Podnuts.com slash Amazon. Uh, so that money gets kicked back to um, to the Podnuts community so we can make shows and get you stuff and have some goodies and whatnot. Uh, but yes, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, uh, tips, tricks, things you'd like us to talk about, give us an email. Just let us know what, uh, you know, if there's something, you know, I haven't done a, a teaching lesson thing in a while, uh, and I enjoy those. So if you if you have something you just like, would like me to talk about or, or both of us to talk about, um, give us give us an email. I'm trying to think of something, but I can't think of anything off the top of my head. So, but uh, I'm glad to be, glad to be back, glad we're doing this. And uh, hey, everybody, uh, thanks for hanging out with us. Have a great Thanksgiving. And, uh, you know, while you're at Thanksgiving and family gets all wild and crazy and you just don't know what to do, don't forget to be gruntled. All right, guys. We'll talk to you next time. <laughs> Bye-bye.